This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. The Fan, always live on the free Odyssey app. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. That was incredible. And Paul Reindel. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday to you. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Let's get our heads right and uh, try to get our, our bodies right. It's going to be a long road. Uh, Paulie and I broadcasting live from Peoria, Arizona. Um, the Padres Spring Training Complex and Fantasy Camp home for the week. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel, our executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. And uh, back in the Odyssey Empire studio, we got uh, Frank Marchese, a.k.a. Italian Paul, running the board. Good morning, Frankie. Good morning. How are you, buddy? Doing good. Good. Good to hear. And uh, batting cleanup for your Ben and Woods program, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, Benjamin Higgins. Good morning, buddy. Good Friday morning to everybody out there and to you guys. And looking forward to having you back on Monday. Please tell me, though, that you're going to end this week... With a little bit of success. I told you winning doesn't matter, but you, you, do, you do need to do a little bit of winning out there, guys. Come on. you got to represent us, our show, our, our listeners, everybody with some, uh, some better performances out there. You know, baseball is a, uh, it's a team game, and uh, is what I've learned. Uh, out here this week, we are, we are 0-5, and, and uh, it has not been pretty. Actually, you know what, man? We've lost five games by a total of ten runs, so that's not too bad. I mean, we're in every game. Um, you know, yesterday, I think Paulie and I played really well, um, had a chance to win, uh, the first game and, um, we didn't, didn't get the job done, but you know, I don't know. I don't want to go into details. 
five straight errors. That's yeah, we, have, we had five straight errors in the last inning. I was pitching, and there were five errors behind me. I'd probably yeah. gotten two balls hit to me every inning up until the seventh yeah, inning. until the last inning. And then, of course, that one, nothing, nothing. near me. It, it was just like. It was tough. But you know what? I will say this. Uh, Trevor Hoffman and I are now even because <laughs> he was jabbering in my ear the entire time. I pitched for three innings. Didn't get to me once. Oh, he was trying. He was trying so, so hard. hard to get in my dome, and I just blocked him out, him and his long hair, and uh, just blocked him out. And he, he came up to me after the game, was like, all right. You know, I tried. I tried to get you. I couldn't get you today. But that's growth. Uh, de- yeah, it was growth. Defense, uh, defense was not pretty. But um, we both, Paulie and I, hit the ball well. We fielded it well. I pitched really well. So, you know, on an individual level, we were pretty happy with our performance yesterday. But we are now zero and five. We tried so hard to win that last game yesterday because that would have put us into being able to play a little bit later uh, today in the third in, place game in the third place game and instead we are we are in the the mutant game at 8:30 our time this morning which oh, is 7:30 your time yeah joy for you <laughs> but we uh, we went to the bullpen we called in you know i, I would say the, the mvp of 973 the fan lately uh, sammy the great sammy levitt is going to come in and uh, and and spell us you guys will have a fun time today and then we'll be back monday man you know it, it's been such a treat to be out here as it always is but Believe me, I'm I'm ready to get home. Uh, I'm ready to see my my family. Uh, I'm ready to get back in the routine. I'm ready to be back in the studio making magic with you guys. It's hard. It's hard when we're we're all uh, apart. Uh, you don't get the same kind of magic, in my opinion, that you do when we're all together in the same room. So that will be Monday. Don't miss it because um, it's it feels so great when we are all sitting there. Now I can see you in the camera here, uh, but it's just not the same. You know, it's just not the same. The the in between breaks when we talk and come up with ideas and stuff on the fly. Uh, you just don't get that when you're out here. But well, I, I got an I, interesting – yeah, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I was no, just no, going to tell everybody about your, about your interesting text that well, you Well, I was going to say I hope you're back on Monday because I'm not sure society is going to make it to Monday based on the, the television <laughs> show that I saw last night that now exists on, on cable. I mean, it feels like we might have reached the end uh, based on the new reality television show. And you hadn't heard about <laughs> ben, this. I hadn't. Uh, ben texted me. He says, would you guys be interested in discussing the new TV show Milf Manor in the foreplay? <laughs> and I thought to myself, well, I'll, I'm always down to talk about MILFs, this Ben. Isn't so so this, you have is come, not, this is not something you, you need to, right to subscribe to. This isn't on some dark web stream. Dark this web? is dark This is an actual cable show. Like if your kids were just flipping through the channels sure. on TLC – that you could run across at any at any time at, at replay, and it's 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 horrifying. It is absolutely all right horrifying. So wait, I've I've heard about this for a little while now. My wife told me about it like a month or two ago because it it stems from like Thirty Rock. It was pitched as an idea as a joke in the show Thirty Rock like fifteen years ago, and they took it, and now it's and come it's, to fruition. It's a reality. Now, Pretty is much. It, but, is it currently airing, or is it set to air like this? Weekend? No, it started. It's it's begun it's airing started. now. Yeah, you can you can watch it. And I didn't. I, I thought. Home later. Okay, I, no, I thought we're it was, not. <laughs> I thought they just wanted to make the name a little more, you know, racy and to you know to get people to tune in, and it would be like a Real Housewives sort of thing. You know, okay, it's it's um. You know, moms of a certain age, but, you know, still trying to be young and capture their youth and their hijinks and whatever. It's, you know, the, the typical reality fair. But it's oh, oh, so much worse than that. So do, do tell. Yeah, so do tell. The, the concept is, is they have they have all these these women and you can kind of 
you know, picture the 40 and, and maybe young 50-somethings, but still w- very well maintained, and, you know, they're they're put together, and they've Go got on. plastic surgery and, and everything, and looking... It sounds so looking, far so good. Looking good. They're all living in a house, and then they... You're not doing much to dissuade me yet. Okay, and then they bring in the other side. They, they've got a bunch of, you know, like 20-something, 20, 20 to 25-year-old boys who are the, the counterparts. Yeah, I mean, they're... <laughs> They're very men. young. They're very young they're men. Tw- 25 is a young man. Okay. They're very young men compared to the Bo age. Bo and Taylor are boys. Compared to the age of, of these women. I mean, you know, you know, literally these women could be their mothers because of the age difference between the two sides. And I'm not, I don't want to, you know, I'm not judging that. That's fine. There's age differences. There's been throughout society. I mean, men and women, Woods and Hannah, long, big right. age differences in, in relationships. <laughs> And, and turn so about a little bit of fair play. I, I totally get that. But <laughs> the twist that is so horrifying, and I, I've got to assume that they knew that this was part of it, although I think they, they tried to make it seem as though it was a surprise. The, the, the boys are each Man. their sons. There's one, the, each mother, their son is part of this game. And they do these challenges, and I've got some audio of like one of the ones from the first episode. That just listen, listen to this. The moms get a blindfold, and they have to go up and touch all of the young men, and figure out by touching their chests and abs and shoulders which one is their son. The two moms that figure out who their son is the quickest win the best suites in the whole house. So the competition is on. I need you guys to help me find my son if you want to hang out with me tonight. So they blindfolded the ladies, and they're all all the boys are shirtless, and they have to grope their stop their saying own boys. I'm begging you to stop <laughs> saying boys, say young man. Please, for the love of God, stop saying. You haven't boys. seen them though. I mean, I I swear, some of these kids look like they could be. They're 16. not kids. They're grown men. Barely. Barely. Good God. And then, um, just to add to it, so they're also rooming with their children as part of it, and that adds to the dynamic of the relationships in the house that, uh, you know, you're you're kind of sneaking around out around your kids or around your mother as the, the people in the house hook up and do whatever they're going to do. But, I mean, it is about the most horrifying television program that I have ever, ever even encountered in All my right. life. Other than... Other- other than the um, the mom's caress, you know, font, like feeling. Now, how easy would it be for all of our moms to pick out us? That's that's the sad part. Jiggle the belly a little bit. My tiny nipples. Like, it would be super, super easy. Let me see. I'm looking at the picture. Yeah, I mean, they're young men. They're young men. Uh, but But it's really... You haven't said anything that dissuades me totally. Really? Because okay. I think... Yeah, I mean... I don't watch a lot of reality television, but um, there's nothing inherently abhorrent about this this show. I think that is the uh, target demo for many uh, men of of that age, 25 years old. I mean, you know, the that's that's a whole category that uh, has always been very popular, very very popular. So I, I'm not I'm not now. It could get progressively 
you know, worse. But it is, you know, obviously, look, it's reality TV. That's They're going for a little bit of shock value, oh, it's, uh, certainly. It's TLC. One of these women will... Will go crazy and... Accidentally attempt to sleep with their Their child after... producers will have to come running in or something. Yeah. So I what, promise. So how, how much did you watch? No, I just, I mean, almost none. I just, I even just read about it and was like horrified. You're not. Are you getting, mor- are you are you morally horrified? I'm not or morally what? horrified. I guess I can't. <laughs> can you not picture like what if you had to do this with your own mother on a show, and how like just mortifying it would be to do that? Well, what's the most powerful drug these days? It's clout. That's it. So I mean, you give somebody a little bit of clout, they're going to take it. They're going to run with it. Um, you know, everything else be damned. You know, look if we're doing this. You look at what the the Bachelor and the Bachelorette and all that. I mean, two of the most popular television shows. My wife doesn't miss it. Like it, it, when it's on, she's like, "Shut up!" You know, the Bachelor's on. All right. I mean, it's so they so rarely find love. And and the there was a tweet years ago that really summed it up. It said, "So you're telling me that every week, hundreds of millions of women tune in to watch a guy do the very thing that they complain about all the time." And they, they're tuning in to watch it. They can't miss it religiously. This guy who's out there, and he's being a scumbag, and he's playing the field, and he's sleeping with, with multiple women and everything else. And you look at that, and they're like, well, I, th- these men are abhorrent. Why would they do that? But every Wednesday at 7 p.m., they're locked into the TV to watch that well, very and, and, thing you know, go and, on. And I, and I get that. But The Bachelor is just a kicked-up version of television that's been on since, like, the 70s. The dating sure. game was the on in the, in the 70s. And but this is just this is just you know the bachelor the is just the game, dating he, game on steroids. Well, um, yeah. Imagine the, in the dating game, they're like, all right, we're going to give each of you guys twenty minutes. You're going to go backstage. You're going to knock it out, and then come out and tell us which one you like the most. <laughs> and they, it, they don't do that. They don't do that. They didn't do it on Love Connection. They didn't do it. The Bachelor is hey, here's forty women. You have a decent chance of sleeping with fifteen of them. I mean, and and. So, you know, it, it, it's all for a little bit I of shock I just value. feel like MILF Manor may cross a line into uncomfortable the, creepiness that I, I, I can't handle name, anymore. I think the name. I mean, you know, MILF is an acronym for something, and they just throw it out there so casually. Like, the term MILF, it stands for something. So, um, yeah, I think maybe the name is what gets you first. Uh, I won't be checking it out. I, I will not be watching it. I promise you that. But... Um, it's okay. I'm, I'm glad that you're into MILF Manor. You need a, a bit of a distraction uh, in your life. And I want to take this moment to uh, to just praise Ben again. He's been so flexible this week. We have had a, a, a rough schedule uh, for him. So I owe you a dinner, buddy, or a round of golf You or can praise because... me. I mean, I don't know that the show is any good once you're gone. I'm here. I'll, I'll stay until 10 o'clock, and I'll have Frank and Sammy, and we'll, we'll talk some Padres and I do some other things. I think we get uh, the the Padres prospect. The new list is out from the Mad Friars uh, team, and we'll have Kevin Charity on to discuss what it looks like after all the trades and everything that they've gone down over the last you know twelve months and what's changed from here to there. So we'll we'll do some things, but um, hey, and we need to do our uh, football picks as well this morning yeah, we before do. you guys leave for the divisional yes, round do. of the playoffs. I've got a, a one point lead over Woods. Polly uh, has some catching up to do here in the. Uh, second round, but points are doubled. Uh, every win is worth two instead of one in the division round, so we'll get to that coming up at 7 o'clock. However, uh, we'll come back. We'll do the Daily Diddy, wrap up the week of songs that appear in commercials. And then we uh, yesterday talked about whether or not you'd be interested in Aroldis Chapman coming to the Padres. 
Had the uh, breaking news on that yesterday. He's not coming to the Padres. I'll spoil that for you. But the Padres were still involved in another rumor about that as well, yeah. and we'll talk about that. I don't that. know if I buy that. I'm at not all. sure either, but we'll we'll discuss it coming up here. It's uh, it's Ben and Woods, Polly in Arizona, Frank and me back in San Diego, wrapping up the week on a Friday. Glad to have you with us, Tier Ones, going until ten o'clock on San Diego's number one sports station. Let's get our first check of traffic this morning with Kelly Danick here on ninety-seven three The Fan. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Because you look so fine that I really want to make you mine. Can I guess the commercial or what it was for? Was this for a cruise? This is no. a poly selection, but Oh, this is a poly selection. Yeah. Um Hi Mudley. You got erectile dysfunction. There you go. <laughs> Mud just walked by and yelled. Erectile dysfunction. Oh, I thought he said um, reptile dysfunction. Something was wrong no. with his alligator. No, no, he said erectile dysfunction. Now, this no was... laughing matter. Check out our friends over at West Coast Men's Health. All right? 
Uh, yeah, this is wasn't a cruise. This was not a cruise. This was, I, for all I know, maybe it was a cruise. But I remember this as in Apple um, iPod commercial. Yep. They had the bright colors, like the bright green with the silhouette. I see it now. The black silhouette. Somebody dancing, listening to an iPod. And this was the song. I see it now. Jet yeah. is the name of the yeah. band. And uh, yeah, yeah, good, good band too. That their first record was really, really, really solid. Uh, I think Cocaine got them. Remember those first digital uh, music devices that held like thirty songs? Yes, that's all you could get in your entire musical library of digital selections. I do. I remember it fondly, fondly. Uh, Look at us now. Look at us now. I mean, getting a two hundred and fifty gigabyte iPod finally. It was an absolute game changer. I can just have as much music as I could possibly dream of right in my hand. Yeah, you couldn't listen to all of it that's on there. <laughs> I never, I always thought, man, there's no way I'm going to listen to music on my phone. There's just no way. And look at us now. I mean, you just can't live without it. Cannot Imagine walking around with an iPod. I know. Like a phone in a one phone hand and, an iPod. and your iPod in the other. Mark Loretta, how are we doing, buddy? Hello. The drive for five, yes. The what do you want to call your Oh God! <laughs> the drive, <laughs> the drive for fifth place has been really, really something. I want to tell you guys about a savvy veteran move from our skippers yesterday. Um, is now is this our, a rematch uh, against a team that you've already faced? Yeah, we lost. We're the, playing, uh, playing Terry Kennedy and John DeAquisto's but team. Listen to the savvy veteran uh, management yesterday. So we've lost our fifth game in a row, and the guys we battled pretty hard, and we're pretty dejected. And we're all standing around uh, on the bench, and we looked around, and, and our skippers were nowhere to be found. And we looked up, and they're both walking towards the clubhouse. And we looked, and we go, you know what? I guess we're not bringing it in. They were the first ones First gone. ones to leave. And I, I said, I said uh, let's bring it in. You know, let's get a, a mud flaps on three. And then I looked, and I saw them walking, and, and we go, one, two, three, mud flaps. flaps. And we look, and they, they look back, and they gave us the thumbs up. They wanted us. They wanted us to motivate ourselves, and that's that's called being savvy, and that's mud, and that's Mark Loretta for you. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the fact abandoning the ship exactly, uh, but they left it in our in the players' hands yesterday. So it was players only meeting, and we're feeling really good. The fact that we have to play baseball in an hour makes me want to retch. I mean, I want to vomit in my hands. It is like it's forty, 40 degrees. degrees outside. It's so cold. <laughs> No time for treatment or anything. I'm, this is going to be this is going to be a bloodbath, and we got to play in the stadium too, over where they play the real game. So, uh, not have to. It's we get to. It's it's been so fun. Um, thank you again for being uh, fluid and, and malleable uh, this week. So after pliable. all the losses, if if one of you could get it out of the stadium like a home run, that would. That would make the week, right? Wouldn't matter everything else that happened. Oh yeah, <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. If I could pitch a clean inning, I would make the week. I mean, I was damn close. I uh, I was really close to a five pitch inning and had a nice little easy grounder to Paulie. Picks it up and throws it over to our first baseman who is seventy five years old and never saw it. And it was, a, uh, it was a soft ground ball. I, yeah. had, I had to charge it. Yep, Paulie charged it, picked, scooped it up, and when I planted my feet, I saw. Guy run up the line had some decent speed. He was like, moving. Oh, crap! I got to get this thing out there quickly, and I sling a freaking <laughs> a baby at our seventy-five-year-old teammate Lou. Benny's seventy-five years old. The look on his face he when that looked, ball came screaming it, at him—it might as well have been a missile coming at him. He, he was like, <laughs> and moved out of the way. So his I, eyes so, got so wide, and he just. Literally, like, jumped Move, a out foot of the way. out of the way and let the ball go right past him so, down the right field line. So I'm pitching, and I'm mad. 
right? And I look at Mud, and I give him, like, the, why is he playing first? And Mud yelled at me. He goes, hey, it's his fantasy, too. It's his fantasy, too. And I go, so I actually, I went and apologized to Mud after the game. I go, sorry, man, I was kind of a, kind of a jerk. He goes, no, 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 you're competitive. Uh, I like that. And I said, I feel terrible. The guy's 75 years old. I'm just glad it didn't hit him in the throat because it would have killed him. <laughs> 75 years old, you're going to put him at first base right in the line of fire. I'm like, that's just poor management right there, guys. But, uh, no, it's been it's been a lot of laughs, just not a lot of wins. Our managers, have uh, they've always known exactly what to say after a loss. I think after our first two or three losses, Loretta says, well, you can't lose them all if you don't lose the first three. <laughs> <laughs> Just being able to be out here and listen and, and, and talk baseball with these guys is pretty fun. So uh, if you haven't had the chance to do Padres Fantasy Camp, it's it's growing like a weed, honestly. It's it's pretty crazy uh, to think about where it's come since we started coming here four years ago. I mean, there were two teams then. There are six teams now. The training staff is just – I mean, you should see the line of people in there waiting to get treatment right now. Those guys have been working around the clock Um and so it's just been – it's just a special – It's you know, I know we haven't won a game, but it's just special to be able to play and be with the guys and, and all that. I'll, I, I know I'll miss it uh, on the drive home today for sure. To be in every game. Yeah, to be in every game. Makes it really fun. Yeah. We, we haven't gotten blown out We're not out getting once, boat raced out nothing. here. I mean, we are in every single game. It's coming down to the last inning. It's an error here, an extra hit here, yep. whatever. It's been a lot of fun. So, uh, yep. uh, conversely, who are the teams playing for the championship? And, like, how, how good are those teams? Um, let me pull that up. Not right that. Now. Again, I see Wood's kind of shaking uh, his head. I mean, not. We not lost. Great. We lost to both of them by probably two runs. So, you know, I mean, yeah. it's such a game. It's such a game of inches. And we were talking to to Brian Lawrence yesterday. You know, former pitcher for the Padres and the Cubs. And I said, man, I, I said, I know this is fantasy camp, and it is what it is. I said, but I can't imagine being a real big league team and losing, you know, five games in a row by two runs. I, he goes, it's the worst. He goes, you just you don't know what to do. And, and one error gets you. It just feels like nothing is bouncing your way. He goes, it's hard. And then you know. The good news is you got 145 more of them to go. Uh, he said it makes it a little bit easier because you know at some point that they will go your way. And uh, it's a it's an it's an interesting it's an interesting thing to think about as we're watching the Padres this season. Um, hey, fight hard, play hard, be in every game. Sometimes it's just not going to go your way. Yeah. So uh, we are going to be playing John DiAquisto and Terry Kennedy's team. We played them our very first, first game. game. Yep. Um, and that was kind of a weird. We were on a weird field. The, dirt wasn't ready yet for us the championship game is going to be uh team arkis and Fraco and heath bell mm-hmm. taking on nick hunley and brian lawrence yeah good good squads good squads but arkis team was undefeated i think until yeah, the last game till yesterday till yesterday but i mean oh oh and five with a run differential of minus 10 it's not that bad like, you're right there and i was talking to brian lawrence after uh we got back in yesterday and i go I can't even begin to. Did you? I just told that story. Sorry. He just pulled a Ben. I I did. I was just, he's just telling the same story. I can't look something up and listen. (laughs) I can't either, but you guys make fun of me for it a hundred times a year. So, uh, Paulie, you've got to wear it. Paulie likes me more because he cut me off and didn't let me just go. (laughs) All right. Well, I'll cut you both off here for a second. Let's take a, let's take a break and then we can talk about the, uh, the Aroldis Chapman news when we come back. Is it weird that I'm both relieved and somewhat disappointed at the same time? Can that, uh, I think you can't believe what you saw. That can that tweet, be a I combination? Guess. So uh, yeah. we'll get to that when we come back. It's Ben Woods on a Friday morning on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Yes, I'm Ben Woods up here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Uh, looking forward to Padres Fan Fest coming up on February 4th. We're making some plans behind the scenes uh, to be out there on that Saturday. Should be a phenomenal day with the stars who are all scheduled to be in attendance. The uh, the kind of turnout that the Padres are expecting I won't give out the numbers, but uh, it, it sounds like it could be pretty insane. Uh, tickets are, I think they're gone. They're free, but they, you had to claim them uh, pretty much in the first day because they uh, they sold out, quote-unquote, sold out very quickly of their available allotment. Uh, simply, you just can't fit, you know, you need to limit the number of people who can pass through <laughs> yeah. that place over the course of a few hours. So it sounds like it's going to be pretty nuts here in a couple of weeks. Did you see the tweet we got this morning from our boy uh, Alvaro, who is a huge Padre fan, uh, but lives in Boston? He says, uh, at Padres Fans Better Help Fan Fest stays free to fans. Meanwhile, the Red Sox stay charging fans for their version of Fan Fest. What do you guys think about the pricing for two days? $95 a ticket, Ben, uh, to go to Red Sox Winter Weekend. All right. And then you can do a it's 95 bucks a pop. Now, if you want to go to winter weekend, get a day pass, one day, and no autographs uh, allowed with this pass. It's $50 each uh, in Boston. So uh, Padres doing it right, keeping it free for the fans, and uh, you got to appreciate that. Uh, you know, it's the little things like that that matter. I mean, if you're you in know, Boston, it's, you're like It's interesting because it's supply and demand. I mean, would there be Padres fans who would pay yes. that yes. To, to get that experience? Yes. Are the yeah, Padres leaving a significant chunk of money on the table to keep this, at least for now, free to fans? Because that's how it's always been. Yeah, they are. So, I mean, you can say you can criticize the Red Sox or you can say kudos to the Padres for keeping this open to everybody on you can fan do both. Fest. I'm, gonna do, I'm actually going to do both. I'm going to criticize the Red Sox for rolling out a, a last-place team um, and and charging $100 uh, for a ticket to go out and, and see it or $50 for a ticket just to walk around and not get autographs. I think that's pretty uh, – I think it's pretty sorry. John Henry, their owner, is, is, is a billionaire. He's got more money than he knows what to do with. Uh, doesn't put it much back into the team and now is uh, banging the fans for FanFest, which is pretty – 
pretty crazy. That didn't sound right. Uh, he's charging the fans for FanFest, <laughs> which is <laughs> – that would be really weird for an owner to do. Well, I've got some criticism. 95 bucks a ticket. Yeah. 90, it feels 95 like bucks. bucks. Yeah, yeah. no, it doesn't – I'm sure it doesn't uh, – I mean – yeah, I mean, you're not even getting to watch a game for that. You might as well save your no. money and, and go to an actual game at that point. So we talked about the tweet yesterday from MLB Network's Mark Feinsand. Uh, the Marlins, Royals, and Padres among the teams interested in Aroldis Chapman per sources. And then uh, later on yesterday, it was reported that Aroldis Chapman had agreed to a one-year deal with the Kansas City Royals. And the, the reaction I saw, the, at least most of the reaction I saw on my timeline from Padres fans was... Good. Thank goodness. Uh, we didn't really want him on our team. I didn't want the uh, the dilemma of having to cheer for guy, a guy with a checkered past, a domestic violence history in his past. Uh, I don't think that the Padres necessarily needed him. That was that was the reaction I saw uh, mostly, guys. Is that is that what you got as well? Yeah, that's what we saw as well. That's what we said on this show. And, and you know, couple that with the fact that he's just not good. He's just not good anymore. He's not doesn't. He's not uh, effective. He's not what he was. And uh, you put all that together, and it's a hard pass for me. And and looks like it was a hard pass for the Padres. There was a tweet that came out from a guy I'd never heard of. Um, I mean, look, and, and it just it's weird because there's no way to know uh, if this is true. Uh, but basically, said that he turned down more money from the Padres to go pitch for the Kansas City Royals. So I mean, if that's the case, so be it. I'm um, glad he did, and uh, enjoy Kansas City. Yeah, the uh, the tweet came from a guy named Randy Miller, who's, uh, whose bio says he's a New York Yankees writer, a Hall of Fame voter. Uh, he is followed by, you know, other baseball writers and people, so it makes me, you know, believe that it, this is this is a real reporter. Now, is the report accurate? I don't know, but he, he thinks that he heard that he signed with the Royals one year, $3.75 million. He wants to close. He'll do that in KC. Marlins offered $2 million, but he said he turned down more money from the Padres, which would be, if I'm counting, like the third player to do so this offseason, to turn down more money from the Padres. And so somehow, even though I was both happy that they they didn't sign a role as Chapman, I was also a little irked that another player decided to take less money to go somewhere else. Uh, yeah, but and- if, you're talking, if you're talking about Trey Turner and Aaron Judge, and you're going to lump all three of those guys in that category... I mean, I don't know. I, you're talking about two guys in, in Judge and Turner that both knew where they wanted to go. Um, you know, we all know Trey Turner wanted to play on the East Coast, and, you know, lo and behold, look where he is. And you're talking about Aaron Judge, who is now the captain of the Yankees, still signing a huge, huge deal uh, to play in, in with the team that, that brought him up and that he came up with. So I, I, I don't look at it at all as a, oh, man, why, doesn't, why don't these guys want to be here? Um, and, and again, I don't know that I'd buy, I don't know that I'd buy that Araldus Chapman, uh, wanted to close so badly. He's going to go pitch in Kansas city where how many opportunities are you going to get to close? Well, that, that was what, that was what I was going to say. I mean, if it was me and I was near the end of my career and I had those two choices, either less money in Kansas city, but maybe get the chance to close out and, and add a few saves to my career total or more money and play for a legitimate World Series contender. Yeah, maybe I'm just a sixth-inning guy on that team. Uh, it would be an easy choice to play for the Padres. Sure. Uh, it, uh, can we agree that Aroldis Chapman is not going to the Hall of Fame? He is not. I mean, even aside the domestic violence issues in his past, the numbers just aren't there. Uh, he was a very good so. reliever at, at certain points and a good good closer 
but short of the Hall of Fame standard, the very high standard it takes for a reliever to get into Cooperstown. So an, right. another 20 saves this year with the Kansas City Royals in putting him over the top by any stretch of the imagination. So if there's no legacy you know, issued there. It really, to me, it, it would have been such an easy call to come pitch for the San Diego Padres. It's almost why I don't 100% believe that report. How could anyone want to make that decision to pitch for a Royals team when you had a, a Padres offer dangling right in front of your face? Yeah, especially for more money, if that's if that's really the case. And, and um, you know, I, if he sees himself as a closer and he sees – you know, just ample, ample save opportunities in um, in Kansas City. I think his judgment may be worse than, than we actually think it is. So, I mean, you know. Which makes luck. me even happier that, that he's not coming yeah. to San Diego. Yeah. So, you know. I, it's, I'll, it's just funny. To, it's funny to think about, you know, how Araldus Chapman, you know, if you're talking four or five years ago even, what big news it would be and, and you know, him signing now with, with Kansas City, the lowly Kansas City Chiefs. Nothing, you know, nothing against him there. They've got some young talent on that squad, and they're trying to trying to do it their way, and which is on the cheap. And um, you know, you, you, they're going to bring in a guy that's a veteran and got some experience in big games. And you know, I, it's just a, it's an odd it's an odd combo to be sure. Uh, but you know, listen, good luck to him. And uh, I, I just don't know how much opportunity he's going to have there to, to actually close you know meaningful games. All right, we'll get to our uh, NFL picks coming up at the top of the hour. I I did see the note though, if it's going to affect your selection. It's looking more and more like the Cowboys will be sticking with Brett Maher as their kicker. Now, they signed uh, a guy who had been on their practice squad before, Tristan Viscaino, this week. But according to the reports in practice yesterday, Maher made all of his kicks. I I heard six for six, which seems like kind of a low number just to – Right, six kicks. We're good now, right? You know, I made them all at at practice. Let's let's go. you miss a bunch of putts in the in the U.S. Open, yeah. and then the next morning you go you're like you drop three balls like we do before <laughs> yeah. round. You roll three putts. You go, I'm feeling pretty good. Hey, you make a three four footers. They're all good. <laughs> hey, I fixed all now, my guess, putting issues. No problem. Now I, mean, I guess it's uh, it's you know if you feel like there was a tweak to be made, you made the tweak, and then you went out and you drilled six in a row. There is something to be said for going. Let's finish it here. Don't overdo it. You're not going to be out there kicking all day. Like I mean, so walk I away now before you do miss one because eventually you're going to miss one. I mean, if you if you kick 50 balls, you're going to miss one at some point, and then it yes. gets in your head. So might as well stop after six makes if that's the case. Do you, question: Do you think his teammates watched him come out? And you know they're all looking. They got their own work to do, but they're looking at him. They're watching him out of the side of their eye. Certainly, they're lining up to run a route. And they're like. Is this MF are going to miss you? Oh, he's crap, over on a side field right. somewhere. Yeah. And they're kind of and then, so he's out there around. for 12. He's out there for 12 minutes, and he's like, that's it for me. And you think they're like, is he really going to the locker room right now? Six. He went six for six, and he's done. I think, look, you know, extra points are – you got to make those, man. you got to make those in those games. And, and I, I'm telling you, when that first one comes, if it comes at all, uh, that, that first extra point, Ben – I can't even imagine what's going to be running through that guy's head. Well, it's almost certainly going to come. I mean, I, I can't imagine the Cowboys getting shut out. If they do, then the kicker is not the problem uh, for yeah. the Dallas Cowboys. But, you know, if they do score, and I expect them to score, and I expect this game to be a lot closer than the one last week against the Tampa Bay Bucks, then those kicks could be very critical for Dallas. And, I mean, just how nervous would you be as a Cowboys fan to watch – 
you know, that guy trotting out on Sunday and, you know, in a big situation, needing to make a kick to tie the game to, to take the lead. It's 13-13. You need the extra point to make it 14-13. I, I promise you that uh, Mike McCarthy and everyone on that sideline, they won't show it, but they'll have a pit in their stomach as he's walking out there. And I'm sure Maher will as well, at least until he makes that first one and, you know, kind of gets back over the hump. Maybe it's a, a blessing that he did get that fifth opportunity and uh, yes. last week to make that one. As as mad as uh, Dak Prescott, you know, the, the team was that they were sending him out there for extra points, probably was a good idea to get him out there and get him that last make because if all he had was the four misses in his mind going yeah. into this week, it would make it that much harder uh, to go out there and kick a big one with the game well, on the line. He's won for his last one. You know, he's won for his last one, and that's that's how you you got to build on that. You're one for your last one. So uh, those those four, you can't do anything to change it. But, uh, yeah, that's going to be a, a, a fairly interesting storyline to watch in, in what should be a pretty good game. Other uh, NFL stories from yesterday. The uh, Ravens, they had a, a press conference with some of their brass, and they continue to say that they expect to sign Lamar Jackson to a long-term contract. It doesn't mean a, a lot in my mind. I mean, it if it feels like they're that confident and they know it was going to get done, then why hasn't it got done yeah. at this point? Is Lamar truly trying to get so much money that they they can't they can't fathom giving him that kind of deal? I mean, we we've seen lesser quarterbacks, uh, you know, get life you know life changing, unbelievable sure. contracts in the NFL right now. Is there something behind the scenes that we don't know about? Because Lamar Jackson's an, an MVP. Lamar Jackson, to me, I I feel comfortable with him being my franchise quarterback as much as just you know just about every sure. you know quarterback in the league I mean I'm, there's probably a couple others I might pick over Lamar Jackson but if I'm a, a Ravens organization you get one of those quarterbacks you, you hold on to him for dear life as long as possible and the fact that they've been playing around with this for so long and open the door to hard feelings open the door to you know Jackson potentially leaving as a free agent just makes me think that we're not getting the whole story out of Baltimore. There's something, a piece that we're missing from this puzzle, uh, from at least our, our fan perspective, looking at this team. Yeah, and I just I feel like it's one of those guys. We always talk about cover your ass, right? I mean, I feel like it's one of those those moves. If you're the GM, you're the team, and you give him uh, a long term deal. I mean, he's already won an MVP for you. You know, it's it's in there. He's he's a mobile quarterback. Um, he's got a cannon for an arm. Uh, does he have things to improve on? Sure. Does he have? Does he? Is there a talent deficiency sometimes uh, with their offense? Sure. Uh, address that. Sign him. Your ass is covered. You know. Hey, look, this guy's one of the most dynamic quarterbacks in the NFL. We signed him to a long-term deal. He's our guy, and then you move forward. But like you said, man, there's something amiss uh, there in Baltimore, and he's also just not a guy that I'd be comfortable as a GM letting walk away. That's the other thing. Is like. We're, we're immediately going to get worse, right? You lose Lamar Jackson, you're going to get worse. Then somebody's going to get better. And the last thing you would hate to see is like, oh, we're the team that let Lamar Jackson walk after winning an MVP and, and uh, you know, having some, some success here. Um, you know, he goes to another team and, and, and plays really, really, really well. Fits in their system. Um, you know, that, you let that guy get away. You know, he's still just 26 years old, which he's kind of blew my mind. I mean, he felt like. He's been around for so long. He just finished the fifth-year option of his rookie deal. And, and the Ravens can keep him on the franchise tag next year. So, yep. you know, if, if they have to, they can stretch this out another year. But then you're just adding to the uh, the dilemma. You're adding to the difficulty, the hard feelings potentially, if you don't get that done. I agree with you, Woods. 
to me, if you're a GM and you're, I mean, this is, you're thinking, is this the d- decision that's going to define my career as a general manager? Eric DaCosta is his name. I put my name on that decision, and I don't have a problem. And if it doesn't work out, I'm not going to feel bad later that I said, oh, I signed an MVP quarterback to a contract extension, and he ended up getting hurt. It didn't work out. I'm not going to be rethinking and kicking myself my entire life. Why didn't I just let Lamar Jackson go when I had that, that feeling in the back of my head? Uh-uh. The thing you'd regret for your to your dying day is I had Lamar Jackson as my quarterback. We could have signed him to an extension. We let him go, and he went on to play another you know, 10 years, ten years against yeah. us and was a terrific quarterback playing at an MVP level at times, and we let that guy get away and we had him. You can't – I don't think you can risk that if you're an NFL general manager. And if it doesn't work out, so be it. it your decisions aren't going to work out for most teams, aren't going to win the Super Bowl. But you, you got, you've got that quarterback in the hand – Cover your ass. You've got, you got, yeah, you got to hold <laughs> on to it. Cover it, man. Yeah, you have to. You have to. So uh, we'll get uh, we'll get to our picks coming up here right after the top of the hour. And uh, I've got the spreads. Let me throw the spreads out for everybody so we can start thinking about them during the break. But we'll use the BetQL current odds. We've got Jacksonville plus 8.5 at Kansas City. The New York Giants 7.5-point underdogs at the Philadelphia Eagles. Got the Cincinnati Bengals, five and a half point underdogs at the Buffalo Bills. And then the Dallas Cowboys, that number is moved to plus four at the San Francisco 49ers. So kind of a, a kind of a grouping there of uh, more than a field goal and other than the Jacksonville game, less than a, a touchdown, at least a touchdown and a two point conversion. Everything so kind of in that same kind of area. Which is, uh, it's made it so hard for me because it's I. so hard. I'm dying. <laughs> I, I so believe that there's no way that the home team is going to win and cover in all four of those games. But which no one, way. Which one or which two do you feel like the road team has the best chance? And which one are we going to go with? So we'll have our, our picks coming up here at the top of the hour. We'll get Don't Do This. And then uh, Sam Levitt's going to come into studio while you guys uh, play that big fifth place game. Is, oh, is there yeah. a fifth place Battle trophy? How does that How does uh. that work? Just a pat on the back would be fine. <laughs> uh, so we've got that coming up for you going until gotta 10 o'clock one. this morning. You've got to get one. you got to get one. We'll, we won't find out until uh, Monday morning when you guys come back. But uh, we've got at least a couple more segments with the guys left from Fantasy Camp in Peoria, Arizona. Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 